Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is Pastor Farrell Shepherd of the Island Ford Baptist Church in Madisonville, Kentucky, and I'd like to welcome you to another Sending Forth the Light radio broadcast. This broadcast is for Tuesday, December 20th, and we are so glad to be able to be here bringing these messages to you. Do pray for my wife and I as we are traveling to North Carolina to visit with family members there. I'll be preaching at the Vision Baptist Church on Christmas morning, and Brother Joel Gray, their pastor, will be preaching for me here at the Island Ford Baptist Church in Madisonville, Kentucky. So we're looking forward to this crisscross and trading pulpits for a Sunday and looking forward to Christmas Day and time with family and friends. Amen. Uh, looking forward to that. I believe that'll be a blessing. Amen. Well, let's remember to pray for one another. Still a lot of sickness, people with colds and croup and fevers and, and just things like that. Let's pray for one another. And then those that are separated from loved ones, not able to be with them, particularly those that have had loved ones that's passed away this year. Let's pray for them, especially this time. Ask God to bless and help them. Well, we're going to continue the message that we began on yesterday's broadcast. But first, I've got some songs that I trust will be a blessing to you. And hope you'll listen and God will speak to you through the songs. Amen. I have a great Savior. The McCamies are right. And then I know a man who can. The Forgiven Quartet are right. Let me just slip in this last chorus of There Ain't Nothing Better Than Jesus. Then the message from the Word of God. All right. As we get ready to look in the Scripture, you're going to need to hold your finger in several places in the Bible if you're turning and reading with us. If that is a possibility, I'd appreciate it if you turn to Romans chapter number 8. We're going to be looking at one verse in each of these texts. Romans chapter 8, verse number 1. Also, 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17. And then 2 Corinthians chapter 13 and verse number 5. Now, all of these verses, actually, you've probably memorized, or at least when you hear them, it'll jog your memory that you know these verses well. But I'm beginning a message, and I'm preaching a message that will be beginning a little series of some sermons that we preached here at the Island Ford Baptist Church. And this is entitled, Are You In? And it's dealing with evidences of salvation. And so we'll be dealing with that for the next few days. And I hope you'll stay tuned and enjoy the message as it was preached live from the pulpit of the Island Ford Baptist Church in Madisonville, Kentucky. Romans chapter number 8 and then 2 Corinthians. We'll be looking at two places in 2 Corinthians. We'll start with Romans chapter 8. Romans chapter number 8, very, very familiar chapter, more than likely the entire chapter. I'm going to read only verse number 1. I've got a Short title, that's surprising, and uh, perhaps a short message. And uh, you'll be surprised there too, won't you, if that's how it turns out. But uh, so if so, it'll be surprise, surprise, amen. <laughs> uh, we'll see if that's how it turns out or not. I mentioned Romans chapter 8, and that's where we'll begin reading. Look also, if you will, hold your place in Second Corinthians chapter number 5. And then also 2 Corinthians chapter number 13. We'll look at these three places for my text tonight as well. All these verses that I'm going to read are familiar. Most of them you probably have memorized. And uh, if not, they're good verses to commit to memory and uh, place in your memory there. Romans chapter number 8, verse number 1. 
There is therefore now, I like that little word now, no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. I'm going to read that again. And there's two words I want to emphasize. There is therefore now no condemnation to them which are, and here's the words, in Christ. Amen. In Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. Second Corinthians chapter number 5 and verse number 17. Again, very familiar verse. Therefore... If any man be in Christ, there's our two words again. If any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things become new. Now, before I move off on to chapter 13, let me say something about verse 17 there. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. I believe the old things passed away may just happen in your heart. And nobody can see that. But all things become new. He said, behold, that means you can see something there. When somebody genuinely gets saved, there's things take place in your heart that others cannot see. But there'll also be some things take place outside that others will be able to see. Amen. Second Corinthians chapter number 13 and verse number 5. Examine yourselves, whether ye be in the faith. Prove your own selves. Know ye not your own selves, how that Jesus Christ is in you, except ye be reprobates. I looked at the word in Christ Jesus. I looked at the words in Christ. This time I want to look at the words in the faith. Examine yourselves, whether ye be in the faith. Prove your own selves. Know ye not your own selves, how that Jesus Christ is in you, except you be reprobates. I want to try to preach tonight on this thought. Are you in? Amen. Examine yourself by the light of the Word of God. That's the idea, amen, that we need to be dealing with. Amen. In chapter 2 of 1 Peter, we talk about He he brought us out of darkness, amen, into His marvelous light. I would say that's some kind of a transformation, amen. Amen. He brought us out. That he might take us in. Amen. That's what he said. Amen. Matter of fact, if you want to turn over there to the book of Deuteronomy, if you will, back in the Old Testament, Moses is given the, uh, the, uh, statement about God delivering Israel in Deuteronomy chapter number six. You know, the book of Deuteronomy is the rehearsal of the law. They say the second giving of the law. As the children of Israel initially got the law when they came out of Egypt, there at Mount Sinai, now they're 40 years later, they're getting ready to enter into the promised land. Abraham's, I'm sorry, Moses is getting ready to pass off the scene and he rehearses the law to them and he tells them that God brought them out of Egyptian bondage because he intended to take them in to the promised land. Chapter 6, verse number 23. Look at this and I underline these words. He said, and he brought us out from thence that he might bring us in to give us the land which he swear unto our fathers. Amen. Now, I'll just say this, and I believe it's true. I'm not in the 
job. I, I try not to get involved in saying you're saved or you're not saved. I can't tell you if you're saved or lost. All I can tell you is what the Word of God says and let the Holy Spirit, by the way, the Holy Spirit can tell you. He witnesses with our spirit that we are the sons of God. Or He, wit- he witnesses with us, condemns us, convicts us of sin and of righteousness and of judgment to come. That we're not a child of God. Amen. It's the Holy Spirit that does that. But here's what I, where I'm going with that. If you've never been brought out of anything, I wonder, have you ever been in anything? And so he says that he brought us out that he might take us in. Again, I don't want to cause you to doubt or fear. I don't want to ask you to, uh, to have those kind of things. But I do want us to search our heart and ask God to show us. Now, thinking about that, are you in? Are you in Christ? Are you in the faith? Are you in Christ Jesus? I got to think about some things it would mean if you are in. Let me run those by you real quickly and then we'll get down to the conclusion. I'll ask some more questions. But are you in? Number one, it, here's what it means. If you are in, it will mean a true spiritual understanding. A true spiritual understanding. You see, salvation is not a physical thing. It will be one day. One, amen. One of these days we're going to have a glorified body. If I could say it, a saved body. Amen. Resurrected body. Brought from death unto life. Right? But right now my spirit has been brought from death unto life. I've been saved on the inside. Hallelujah. Amen. And God's working on me. Amen. Conforming me. And He has predestinated us to be conformed to the image of His dear Son. Amen. And He's working on that. But here's what He does. When the sinner comes to Christ, there is a spiritual awakening. There is a spiritual knowledge that comes in. Turn to 1 Corinthians chapter number 2. Again, familiar verses, I'm sure. But just a reminder. 1 Corinthians chapter number 2. And let me just read a few verses. About four or five verses here. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, starting verse 12. And read to the end, alright? 1 Corinthians 2 verse 12 says, Now we have received... He's talking about saints have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit which is of God, that we might know the things that are freely given to us of God. Which things also we speak, not in the words which man's wisdom teacheth, but which the Holy Ghost teacheth, comparing spiritual things with spiritual But the natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness unto him. Neither can he know them, because they are spiritually discerned. But he that is spiritual judgeth all things. Yet he himself is judged of no man. For who hath known the mind of the Lord, that he may instruct him? But we... Have the mind of Christ. You notice what he's saying there? Something took place in our life that was not just purely physical. It was not just purely mental. It was a spiritual work of God when we got saved by the grace of God. There's a spiritual knowledge. We recognize that. He's talking about how that we receive the things that the natural man cannot receive the things of God because they're spiritually discerned. Amen. That's why sinners can sit in the house of God and... If they're not being convicted by the Holy Ghost, they're not being dealt with by the Holy Ghost, the preaching seems foolishness to them. But to those of us that believe, it is the power of God unto salvation. Amen. That's what he said. 
We recognize it as the power of God. They don't recognize it as that. You know why? They can't spiritually discern those things. But we compare spiritual things with spiritual. What's that talking about? We compare what this spiritual book says to our spirit on the inside. We compare what the Holy Spirit says through the Holy Scriptures, amen, to our spirit, amen. We compare those things and we see that the Word of God is always right, amen. Now, when the men of this world speak about the things of the Spirit of God, they don't know what the child of God knows. Amen. I'm talking about worldly men talking about the Holy Spirit and the things of the Spirit. They do not know what those who are in Christ Jesus know. They can't comprehend it. That, that, Brother Steve's used this illustration a lot, that's, and I believe he's right. That's one of the reasons why they keep coming up with more and more versions of the Bible. Always wanting one easier to read. You know why? Because the natural man cannot figure out what the spiritual book is saying. Amen. Why? Let me ask this. Why? The King James Bible, they say that the the King's English in the King James Bible is written on about a fifth grade level. How come our grandparents that never finished elementary school could understand the King James Bible? These professors in college can't understand it. One reason is they don't have any spiritual insight. Amen. They don't, and I know there's another reason why they're making a lot of Bibles. There's money in that. If you can copyright it, boy, I mean, you can make a pile of money. Amen. Put your words in there. You can copyright your words, but you ain't got any right to copyright God's words. Amen. And so they're His words. Amen. And I'm glad that we have uh, the King James Bible. Amen. But I'm just saying, when the world, the worldly man, a lost man in the world speaks about the things of the Spirit of God, they don't know what they're talking about. The Spirit of God leads the child of God. The Spirit of God guides the child of God into all truth. That's what Jesus promised in John chapter 16. That when He, the Spirit, has come, He will guide you into all truth. But He's not guiding the lost man in the same way. Amen. He's not leading the lost man in the same way. The lost man does not have that spiritual guidance. Now, I got it. So let me let me go back. I started this thought and I, I got sidetracked on it. Why can can if this is written on a fifth grade level, why can educated lost people not understand the Bible? I'm gonna tell you why. Because their spirit is in rebellion against the Spirit of God. They're not being led by the Spirit. They're not following the Spirit of God. They are rebelling against the Spirit of God. They are fighting against the Spirit of God. They are resisting the Spirit of God. Therefore, they cannot understand this book. Cannot. Amen. Now, they may know the words, but they can't understand. They can't grasp the Spirit of it. That's the whole thing. It is the Spirit of it. It's the Spirit that quickeneth. The words, the letters are death, but the Spirit of God quickeneth, amen, and makes some life unto us that believe, amen. Now, here's what I got thinking about. The lost man does not have this spiritual guidance. He may be witty, he may be worldly wise, but he cannot grasp the things of the Spirit. They're out of his reach. He can't get a hold of them, amen. He may be clever. He may be very proficient in his own sphere of knowledge. But spiritual things are out of his league. 
a great philosopher or professor or scientist may be an expert in their field. And yet, he needs to leave off speaking about Christianity until he knows something about it. Amen. (laughs) Amen. Great philosopher or professor or scientist may be very educated and proficient in his field, but he needs to leave off trying to educate us about the Bible or explain to us the Bible because he cannot grasp it himself until he has the Spirit of God on the inside. Amen. There's a true spiritual understanding that comes with being saved. Now, that doesn't mean that you understand all the Bible because nobody ever does. If somebody says, well, I've got it all figured out, mark her down, they don't know the first thing. Amen. Here they are still in kindergarten and they thought they've graduated college. They haven't learned, they haven't gotten to first base if they think they've got it all figured out. Amen. I'm, I'm not saying that we have it all figured out, but I am saying when the resistance is down, when we are being led by the Spirit, then the Word of God starts making some sense. Lights start coming on. We're no longer stumbling around in darkness. Amen. We're living in the light, walking in the light, and you'll be amazed at how more light will be shown and more light will be shown. Amen. And you'll see more and more that day goes brighter and brighter for the child of God. Amen. And that's all the time we have for today's broadcast. So we're going to have to break in the message right there, but Lord willing, we'll be back tomorrow and continue this message throughout this week. Hope you'll tune in this same time every Monday through Friday for another Sending Forth the Light radio broadcast. Until then, this is Pastor Farrell Shepherd saying good day and God bless you.